Hello there, Dunder Mifflinites, and welcome back to another episode of The Office ASMR, a sleepy time podcast to enjoy, relax, and fall asleep. Tonight we're on Season 3, Episode 13. This is The Return. Last time we ended our episode with Dwight signing off, resigning, and leaving Dunder Mifflin for good. Well, clearly not for good. This episode was directed by show creator Greg Daniels. And, uh, well, I talked in the past about Greg Daniels' upload show, which I liked, but in between uh, the last couple of recordings and now, there is a new podcast in the office, about the office space, called An Oral History of the Podcast, which is Brian Baumgartner, and it is a nice summation of a lot of the little factoids that we as dedicated office fans really know and internalize. I don't think there's anything, I've listened to the first, whatever, five episodes that are out now, and I don't think there's anything I've learned that is new. It's like I picked up on stuff by reading a book about NBC, you hear a ton on the Office Ladies podcast, and then just, you know, director's commentaries, behind the scenes stuff. I feel like I've heard it all, but this is the first time it's all in one digestible place, and so... Overall, it's just great to hear the cast reflecting. Uh, you know, I, I used to get the sense that Steve Carell and, and John Krasinski didn't really want to reflect on The Office very much, but, you know, they're in the show. They they talk about it in a very, you know, affectionate way, which is reassuring. And so it's a nice, nice listen if you're looking for that one. That is a perfect example of a show I would fall asleep to, but I don't want to miss any of the information. And so that's why I'm here, to narrate these episodes we love so much and just provide you a nice, calming, comforting, uh, familiar sound. Because uh, even when I do, I've, I've fallen asleep to the, the office ladies before, and when they describe the episodes, you know, that's what one of the things that, like, it's easy to visualize and then drift right off to sleep. So let's make sure everybody has their sleep timer set. We're going to get into the episode here, The Return. We start off with Dwight walking into a new um, office building. He's on the job market. Very exciting. He has a resume in three parts. Professional athletic skills and Dwight Shrew trivia. He's ready to face any challenges. And he would describe himself as hardworking, alpha male, jackhammer, merciless, insatiable, clearly striking out on a few of these job interviews. And then it's revealed that he is working at Staples and his break is over, back onto the floor. Now we have Andy sitting where Dwight normally is and refers to, I, I forgot, I didn't realize he calls, uh, he calls Ryan Big Turkey. I miss that one. Big Tuna, Big Turkey. And he's very pleased with his acapella version of Tweedly Dilly Dee, as his ringtone. Jim, are you going to answer that? 
oneself. Side note, thrilled to be working directly beneath you. I have a lot to learn even though you're younger and have less experience. Here's to the future. Andy and the tuna. Oh, and a waterfall. Andy and the tuna. Great shot of Jim. Uh, and then switches to Pam. Now I've got Jim sitting in front of a very cozily snowy looking uh, external shot of the window there. And we're into the theme. And I don't think they changed the theme song to include Andy or to include Ed Helms for like two seasons. He must have been a guest star because uh, it's it's this one all the way through. So I will be tracking that to see when that changes because there is a skip intro button, but why why skip it? It's perfection. We have Michael and in the very cold winter, the top won't go up on his Sebring. Oscar comes in. Is he cruising in a Lexus? Michael. Oh yeah, Oscar returns. Michael said he's been on sabbatical, seeing the world. And yeah. German engineering Oh, yeah, the company lease. But Lexus is a Japanese brand, as we know. Michael says, I have an idea. Rainbow stickers across the back. Oscar is like, hey, look. Keep talking. I'd really love a home theater. Michael's office looks really different here. Interesting. Michael says, look, Dwight was a big loss. Dwight was the top salesman. And it seems like now Andy is definitely on Michael's not shit list. He's annoyed by him. And so we lost Dwight. We got Oscars back. We're going to have a big party. And hopefully that'll lift everyone's spirits. kind of weird to see people touching hands with each other like Oscar just shook Pam's hand and then touched Jim and then everybody else Kevin says how was your vacation and he said look I thought of it two seconds after you left and then they touched hands Ooh, I'm cringing Rona I think I have not wanted to mention that on the podcast because it sucks right now. And this is an escape. Then we have TGI Wednesday. Michael is like, get out of here. A lost, a lost reference. And he invites Michael to hang out later. And he says, maybe. It's interesting because later seasons Michael's the one asking people to hang out and everybody wants to avoid him Michael's headed out and you're like hey I'm going to the kitchen I'll walk with you 
Michael's too nice to say to say anything. And he's like, look, he's doing pretty good as he listens to the door in the restroom. Angela looks very upset. Said, would you like to join the party planning committee? Would you like to join with, with all the women because I'm gay? Angela says, she's very, very upset. She's very sorry for how things transpired. I would just like to make some changes. And yeah, he'll, he'll join. He would love to. Thank you. Great little crying there. Kevin wants to join. She says never. Dwight, carrying a printer, says, look, give me something hard to sell besides the printer. Oscar, like, hey, where's Dwight? Grenade says, look, decapitated. We had a funeral for a bird. Jim says, none of that's real. Michael's like, hey, what's wrong with a plant? All the plants are kind of dying. Michael says, hey, ask him about the toys on my desk. They always used to arrange it in a pleasing way. Used to brighten my morning. Michael's like, hey, that was Dwight. That was very nice of him. He says, any more attitude like that? Michael turns around into Andy's chest. Andy says, I feel you, dog. What did you say? Is that the first we got in the show? No, again, it gave me the people. Does that happen already? Hmm, was that the first one? I don't know. Michael is very clearly deeply annoyed by everything Andy's doing. Love that Andy. Likes me a lot. A lot too much. Like a crazy person. Andy's looking around for him. Something about him that creeps me out. Can't really explain it. Always up in my midness, which is abonics for being in my face and annoying the bejesus out of me. I don't understand how someone can be a, have so little self-awareness. That's an amazing line. And then it's revealed that Michael's like hiding behind the door and standing behind the door. Oscar says, look, we don't even have to have a party. Celebration of Oscar. The party planning is getting pretty bloated here. We got Karen and Pam. We have Oscar. We have Angela, Phyllis, and then guest starring Michael Scott. Oh, and Meredith. Michael says it's going to be celebrating your Mexicanness. A Chihuahua, firecrackers. And Pam wants a chimichanga. He says, why don't you bring me in a donkey? Michael says, hey, burro. Of course. Now we're back at Staples. And we have a woman 
staring at printers. Wade says, I'll be right here if you need anything. At all. The woman is like, oh, okay. Okay, creep. And he is going, going for some tuna fish. And is catching doing a little mime fishing action for some tuna. He is definitely bugging everybody. Jim comes over to Karen, sits down. So, Andy is in rare rare form today. Jim says, I'm the victim. He's fishing for me. Jim still has his sleeves rolled down. So it's buttoned, buttoned up Jim, although he still has his little loose tie going on. Still kind of sloppy. Andy. Michael's like, oh my god. Who's that sportscaster that bit that lady? And he's like Marv something. Great sportscaster. Big weirdo creep. Yeah. Now we have Jim. Hey, Ryan. You want to pull a prank on Andy? Ryan says, not right now, but ask me again ten years ago. Jim's like, I liked you better as a temp. Ryan, me too. Michael comes over to Stanley, Phyllis, Karen, bullpen. Everyone is like, hey, look, he had a lot of clients. Yes, he did. Has anybody talked to Dwight? Stanley is like, hey, we talk all the time. No. You and Dwight were close. Phyllis, no. Sorry. Phyllis is like, hey, Dwight had a big personality. I had a big personality. Two big personalities can be explosive. We have uh, the stables break room, and we have, what's her name, Paris in here? What is her name from a community? Why do I want to say Yvonne? Dwight is incensed. Have you heard of paper? It's going to be like that, huh? I don't like him, his giant head, or his beady little eyes. Michael's car getting covered in snow with the top down. We got Dwight, no, Andy, zombie, zombie, hey, hey, hey. Jim is like, would you like to pull a prank on Andy? Pam, I'm kind of in the middle of yes, please. Jim spills his pencils. And grabs Andy's phone. 
there any messages? So weird. He got his cell phone. Classic little flip phone. When was this? This was 2007. This was just before it. It's an interesting scene with Michael and Angela back in the break room. All, all it is is like 15 seconds and Michael says, nice to have Oscar back. We have Pam and Jim with a little coordination handoff of the phone. Karen takes note. They're doing something together. And Pam getting some water. Jim tossing. Stanley looks up. No one else takes note. Kelly wants to know how Oscar likes Lance Bask. Lance Bass. Top five singers ever. And gay. He says Oscar needs to learn more about his culture. Jim taking note of Michael with his head down on the table and gives a, he gives a big huff which Jim ignores and then he's like I'm not fine and I don't want to talk about it fine what do you think of Andy Jim or Michael's like look on paper we should be best buds we even have the same top 10 movie list down to the number Jim Andy's a yes man Sometimes I don't, I say I don't like something, he doesn't like it either. J Jim's like, he's always, he's always going to agree with you. He did the same thing with Josh at Stanford. If he did it with Josh, he could do it with me. Michael, when I was five, I had these Spider-Man pajamas. She's trying to give me a raspberry on my tummy. He demonstrates it with his hand. I tried to crawl away. Her eyes were closed. She grabbed me. Kissed me on my butt. It was the worst. So I know what it's like to have your butt to kiss. Literally. <laughs> he says it's terrible. It better not be what Andy's doing. Oh my god. What a great one. Now we have Andy's phone ringing. Here's Papa Andy singing this song. He's looking everywhere. Large tuna. Have you seen my cell phone device? There's a call. Jim gives a nice look to Pam. Pam can't barely hold her, uh, her smile. And now we have Ryan drawing an Enya, or an accent on top of the ends for the lemonade, for Mexican lemonade. Angela and Pam putting up a sign. She asks if everything's okay. He says no. She says no. They try to 
she tries to console Angela is uh, Angela is mean and she's grappling with the fact that Dwight is gone because of Angela and she's the reason that there's an alibi Angela's like I'm not like you in your provocative outfits saying whatever thought pops in your head yeah that's me Damn. This was very helpful. Like a weird speed hug. Jim calling. And he's like, look. Where? What's going on? Where's my phone? Where's my freaking phone? Karen. Karen's like, what? Jim says, maybe it's in the ceiling. Andy, maybe it's in the, maybe you're in the ceiling. And he says, I don't trust you, Phyllis. Angela comes into Michael's office. I'll come back tomorrow. Angela says, Dwight was late that morning because he drove to New York to deliver tax forms that she forgot to send. Kevin never reminded me. Michael was like, why would Dwight do that? I think I know why. Because Dwight would do that for anyone here. Because Dwight loves his company. Do you think that anyone else out there would go to corporate for you? Nobody, especially not Andy. Yeah, Andy still searching everywhere for his phone. And I think what's great about that exchange is it's set up in the beginning when Michael's like, what's wrong with the plants? What's wrong with the toys? And there's all these little clues around the office. The fact that Dwight is gone, including Andy being very persistent. Andy's got... Plans for the Saturday. You, me, bar, beers, buzz, wings, shots, drug, drunk, waitresses, hot, football, slaughter, quick nap, and then we hit the town. Michael's like, no, I don't want to do any of that. And he's like, duh. Michael, stop doing it. You're going to drive me crazy. Sorry, I annoyed you with my friendship. Then you hear the song again. Jim, Jim gives a little smile. I'm sorry that a lot of people here think it's funny to steal personal property and hide it. News flash. It's pretty freaking unfunny. Crying in hand through the wall. I love that shot of Jim realizing what he's done and hangs on the phone immediately. Andy, that was an overreaction. You want anything, Pam? I'm good. Michael's Michael's like, what? He says, 
I forced Dwight to resign. <laughs> I replaced him with Andy, who loves this place so much he punched a hole in it. Michael comes out to his car covered in snow, like a lot of snow. He says, I have to call him myself. And his hair's all messed up because the top is still down in his car. Walking through Staples, Michael says, Dwight, I'm sorry. Walking around, Dwight, that question is meaningless. Just go with the copy paper, see how that works out. Dwight, very awkward interaction between the two of them. Uh, same old. Michael says, Angela. Or no, he says it takes a big man to admit his mistake. I am that big man. Angela from accounting told me what you did. And, and both Angela and Dwight have minor moments of almost revealing the relationship. Michael says, if you would do that for a random coworker, then clearly I misjudged you. And you can see the relief on Dwight's face. He says, I apologize. Accepted. Michael says, how's this place treating you? The boss isn't funny. Michael says, you should come back. Yeah, you should come back, please. I don't want to do your laundry anymore. Michael, we can talk about that. Big high five. All right. And he takes off the shirt, throws it. And now we're back to Oscar's party. Everybody has their sombreros on. This is a longer episode. I didn't realize it. Jim and Pam, little joke, joke action there. Karen, a little jealous there. Are you enjoying your fiesta? Walks away right from that. Mr. Dwight Schrute. There's a nice, this ends up being a callback as Dwight is in a coat with a sweatshirt. It says Battlestar Galactica. And that's the same shirt that Michael wears a, a few seasons later when he comes back from the uh, Survivor Man. Wait, the Survivor Man? No, that didn't happen already. That's like season four. I guess it's season four. Creed stuffs his face with something. Where'd you get this stuff? Which aisle? Draw me a map, mama. I will shake mine and then you will shake yours. Pam says no. Phyllis gives him a little shake and is like, oh my god.
Michael says, does this remind you of your childhood to Oscar? Reminds me a lot of the Three Amigos with Chevy Chase and Steve Martin. Michael's like, thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, we got Karen going into Jim. And Jim looks kind of shocked. Karen, do you still have feelings for her? Jim hesitates. Oh, and says yes. This is what Jenna Fisher has been referring to in the Office Ladies podcast as wishy-washy Jim. Karen stands up and walks out. Very distraught. Poor Karen. That is the thing. It's like Karen doesn't do anything bad or wrong. It is, it is Jim. Dwight is like, oh, or Kevin tries to put the blindfold on. Dwight's like, I don't need it. And just obliterates the pinata. Michael, the important thing is I learned something. I don't want somebody sucking up to me because they think I'm going to help their career. I want them sucking up to me because they genuinely love me. Michael has a nice smile there. And then the last shot is, look, Michael has a chat with Corbett. They sent me to management training, anger management technically, still management material. This whole thing will take ten weeks. I'll be done in five. Name, repetition, personality mirroring. And reinforcement through nods and smiles. Don't worry about Angie Bernard. I'll be back. You must be Marcy. Ready to have some fun? And they go in. And I think... I'll be curious to hear in some of the behind the scenes stuff if that was intended for you know Andy to be gone. From what I've heard in when Greg Daniels is interviewed is that you know, he wanted Ed Helms when Ed Helms was on the set, they like really clicked and Greg Daniels was the one that really wanted to bring Ed Helms back um, and continue his storyline beyond what they had initially had and so I don't know that they'll cover that in the oral history. The oral history seems to be a lot of the early, early days in the first couple of seasons. But uh, I think they'll definitely get there once we get to the office ladies. I think they had Ed Helms already. Um, But this to me, like if anybody's going to be in this episode, it would have to be uh, Rain or Rain or Ed because this is a pretty it's a pretty big episode I mean everything moves forward so anyway longer one for you tonight I got a lot of good feedback on the uh, Benihana Christmas and so very very interesting hope you are relaxed rested and ready to doze off good night sleep tight this has been a great Scott production